This is the Stand with Lynette podcast. You have episode 17, How to Discern Truth from Cleverly Cloaked Deception, part one. What would your life be like if you knew you could stand firmly on the covenant path, come what may? My name is Lynette Shepard, and I am here to help you do just that. If you are a Latter-day Saint woman with a desire to brighten your faith as the world grows darker, you are in the right place. Together, let's stand. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to Stand with Lynette. If you're new around here, welcome for the first time. I'm so glad that you're here. I hope that you find inspiration and application principles for your life to help you strengthen your faith amid these crazy times. I am so glad all of you are here and willing to spend a few minutes with me. That feels like a huge honor to me to be part of your part of your day here. Before we dive into today's topic, I would like to read the review of the week. All of these reviews mean so much to me. They help other people to know what they're going to get when they find this podcast. And if there's good reviews and positive reviews and it's helping people, that encourages them to dive in and listen and allows me to be able to help more people. So thank you to all of you who have left ratings or reviews. Please keep those coming. They help me out so much and I'm so grateful. This review comes from AEIOU13345. She says, I can't wait for the next episode. Lynette has a way of addressing the very things of which I am thinking. She is so appropriate for this time. Thank you, Lynette, for hearing, seeing, and doing. Well, thank you, A-E-I-O-U-13345, for that thoughtful review. I super appreciate your thoughts. And if you will contact me via DM on Instagram, via email, via however is easiest for you to contact me, there's a contact form on my website. Whatever works for you, let me know. I read your review on the air. I would be happy to send you a little gift as a thank you. And that goes for anyone willing to leave a review. I currently have 30 reviews, which is not bad for a new podcast. I would love it to be 50. So if this has made an impact on you at all, will you leave a review right now? Just click on it. It's super fast, super easy. I would love that. Thank you in advance. And thank you to all of you who have left a review. Okay, now let's dive into today's topic, which I feel is one of the most important topics that we can talk about today. And because we're in the middle of July and people are kind of coming and going and on vacation and doing all the things, I'm doing shorter episodes. So this topic is actually not one that I really want to shorten. I feel like it's really important, but we're going to split it up into a couple of different episodes. And so we're not going to go for too long. Hopefully it'll still fit into your busy schedule, but so important. We're going to talk about it this week and next week. So the topic is, the question is, How can I discern truth from cleverly cloaked deception? I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like this can be challenging. Sometimes I see or hear things 
on social media, a lot of times that's where these ideas come from, that seem true, that I can see elements of truth in. But when I start to peel back the layers, it's not all true. There are elements of truth and there are elements that are false. And so is it true then or is it false? And how do you tell the difference? How do you know if you should listen to that that thing or that person or whatever? To me, this feels a lot like opinions and philosophies of men and women mingled with scripture. Where have we heard that phrase before? But it's sometimes hard to tell the difference. And so Today, I'm going to give you some advice directly from the scriptures. This is not Lynette Shepard's opinion. This is coming directly from the scriptures, and it will help you to determine with absolute clarity whether something is true or whether something is false, whether it is coming from Jesus and Heavenly Father or whether it is coming from the adversary or the the ideas are coming from the adversary. So let's dive in. This can be found in Moroni chapter 7. We're going to discuss some of the verses that are in there and pick them apart a little bit and dive in and let's apply it to our lives today. This is absolutely critical, absolutely essential that we can distinguish truth from deception or we have a much higher likelihood of being led astray if we cannot tell what the difference is, even when it's confusing. So let's dive in. This is Moroni chapter 7. Verse 11, it says, For behold, a bitter fountain cannot bring forth good water, neither can a good fountain bring forth a bitter water. Wherefore, a man being a servant of the devil cannot follow Christ, and if he follow Christ, he cannot be a servant of the devil. Okay. You can't be a servant of Christ and the devil. It's one or the other. It's good or it's not good. It's from Christ or it's not from Christ. It can't be both. So those things that feel a little bit like both, we're going to talk about why it can't be. Why it can't be both. Okay, in verse 15, it says, For behold, my brethren, it is given unto you to judge that ye may know good from evil. And the way to judge is as plain that ye may know with a perfect knowledge as the daylight is from the dark night. A perfect knowledge. He's promising us a perfect knowledge of distinguishing good from evil as the daylight is from the dark night. Now, I don't know about you, but it's not difficult for me to tell the difference between day and night. I don't think I've ever confused them. And Moroni here, who is actually quoting his father Mormon in this chapter, is telling us that we can know perfectly. We do not have to wonder. Now, how can we know perfectly. In verse 16, it says, For behold, the Spirit of Christ is given to every man that he may know good from evil. Wherefore, I show unto you the way to judge. For everything which inviteth to do good and to persuade to believe in Christ is sent forth by the power and gift of Christ. Wherefore, ye may know with a perfect knowledge it is of God. Okay, so how do we know with the perfect knowledge that it is of God? If it invites us to do good, if it persuades us to believe in Christ, 
then we can know with a perfect knowledge it is sent forth by the power and the gift of Christ. No matter what the source is, if it fits that criteria, we know that it is good. Now, in verse 17, we get the opposite. It says, But whatsoever thing persuadeth men to do evil, and believe not in Christ, and deny him, and serve not God, then ye may know with a perfect knowledge it is of the devil. For after this manner doth the devil work, for he persuadeth no man to do good, no, not one, neither do his angels, neither do they who subject themselves unto him. Okay, so if something is pulling us away from Christ, if something is pulling us away from Christ's teachings, if something is pulling us away from Christ's prophets, his mouthpieces, encouraging us to deny him, to not serve him, to do our own thing, we can know with a perfect knowledge that this message is not from God, that it is coming from a different source because it says right here in the scripture that this is how the devil works. He does not persuade men to do good. Neither do his angels or those who subject themselves unto him. They won't persuade us to follow Christ. They're going to try to pull us away from Christ. And that may be in a subtle way. Again, we have to be careful. We have to read into messages sometimes. Okay, verse 19 says, Wherefore I beseech of you, brethren, that ye should search diligently in the light of Christ, that ye may know good from evil. So he tells us the way to judge. If it's leading us to Christ, we can know with a perfect knowledge that that is of Christ if it's, if it's encouraging us to follow him and to do the things that he asks us to do and to grow closer to him. And if it's per- pulling us away from that in any form or fashion, subtly or blatantly, often subtly, if we're talking about the messages that we see online, a lot of times those messages are subtle. Again, they're mingled with scripture. So we have to be careful. But it also tells us here in Moroni chapter 7 that we need to search diligently in the light of Christ that we may know good from evil. So we are not off the hook. We do have to do some detective work. We have to search. We have to ponder. We have to pray. We have to be getting into the details and making sure that we know what that light of Christ is. So in this verse where it says to diligently search in the light of Christ, the footnote for light of Christ leads me to a couple of other scriptures that I want to point out for you. The first is Doctrine and Covenants 8445. It says, For the word of the Lord is truth, and whatsoever is truth is light, and whatsoever is light is spirit, even the spirit of Jesus Christ. So, if we search diligently in the light of Christ, then we are searching the word of the Lord. Okay, what is the word of the Lord? The word of the Lord is truth. The word of the Lord is light. The word of the Lord is the spirit, even the spirit of Jesus Christ. Okay, so we got to search in the light of Christ or the word of God. Okay, another footnote for that light of Christ leads to Joseph Smith, Matthew chapter 1, verse 37. And it says, whoso treasureth up my word shall not be deceived. So again, the word of the Lord is truth. You treasure up the word of the Lord and you shall not be deceived. 
Okay, let's go a little further. Doctrine and Covenants 88, verse 13. Again, this is footnote for the light of Christ in Moroni chapter 7. It says, The light which is in all things, which giveth life to all things, which is the law by which all things are governed, even the power of God who sitteth, sitteth upon his throne. Okay, so light is life and law according to this verse. It is the it giveth life to all things, and it is the law by which all things are governed, which is God's power. Okay, one more scripture here. It says Doctrine and Covenants 50 verses 23 to 25. It says that which doth not edify is not of God and is darkness. That which of God is of God is light, and he that receiveth light and continueth in God receiveth more light, and that light groweth brighter and brighter until the perfect day. And again, verily I say unto you, and I say it that ye may know the truth that ye may chase darkness from among you. Okay, so according to this verse in the Doctrine and Covenants, anything that does not edify is not of God and is darkness. Anything which doth not edify is not of God and is darkness. Well, what does edify even mean? In the Webster's 1828 dictionary, which is the closest dictionary I could find to when the Doctrine and Covenants were actually recorded, um, by Joseph Smith, it says that the word edify means to instruct and improve the mind, particularly in moral and religious knowledge, in faith, and in holiness. So, again, anything which doth not edify is darkness, is not of God, and edify means to instruct and improve the mind, particularly in moral and religious knowledge, in faith, and in holiness. So let's recap what we've learned here. There's a lot. You dive into the scriptures and there's all sorts of connections here, which is what makes the scriptures so amazing. But according to what we've talked about here in the last few minutes, we cannot follow both Christ and the devil. It's not possible. We've got to choose one or the other. No man can serve two masters. If something persuades men to do good, to serve God, to follow God, then we can know the perfect knowledge is of God. If something persuades us not to believe in Christ, not to do what he asks us to do, not to serve him, not to follow him, then we can know with a perfect knowledge that that message comes from the adversary. It is not from God. To discern the difference, we have to search diligently in the light of Christ. And the light of Christ is the word of the Lord, the scriptures, words of prophets, and the law by which all things are governed. So law is synonymous with commandment. So the light of Christ is the commandments. It's the law. It's the word of the Lord. Now, anything, anything, ideas, philosophies, messages, etc., which does not edify, or in other words, edify means, again, to improve our faith and holiness. If something does not improve our faith and holiness, it is not of God and is darkness. Knowing and hearkening to the truth chases darkness from among us. 
Okay, so if we're talking about how do we discern truth from error based on things that maybe we see online, things that may be confusing, things that may seem to have elements of both light and darkness, according to all of this, it can't be both. It has to be one or the other. And if it does not bring us closer to Christ, it is not of Christ. So what does that mean for some of the things that we are seeing online? That some of the things that may be coming from influencers who are leading us to believe that we don't have to do everything God asks us to do. We can pick and choose. We can do what feels correct to us. Does this pass the litmus test in Moroni chapter 7 as we have explained it? Do you think it does? I would encourage you, and this is your shine challenge for this week. We're going to talk more about this next week as we dive into the tactics of the adversary, how the adversary works as opposed to how the Lord works and how this also plays into our ability to discern. But between now and then, I encourage you to go to Moroni chapter 7 and read it for yourself. I've shared with you some of my insights about discernment, but what can the Spirit teach you personally about discernment? And after you do that, think about the influences that are in your life. Think about the people, the influencers, maybe that you follow on social media and the messages that you are getting from them. Are they increasing your faith and testimony? Are they testifying of Christ? Are they leading you to follow Christ's law? Are they leading you to cement yourself in the gospel and to listen to the word of the Lord? Or are they not? That is a good litmus test to tell you whether or not those messages are worthy of your time and attention. If you are trying to be obedient and cement yourself to the Lord. So, Read Moroni chapter 7, see what you can gather based on what we've talked about today. Take all of that, see what you can gather, and then think about the influencers and people that you're following and the influences on social media, and maybe have the courage to unfollow some. Together, we can stand firm if we do these things. We have to be able to discern. This is absolutely critical. If we are worried about our children, our youth, our young adults, our teenagers being deceived by messages like this that may be mingled with scripture but are not 100% grounded in the gospel of Jesus Christ, then we have to understand those things ourselves. So let's work on that this week, my friends, and together let's stand. I will see you back here next week. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me today. If you are ready to dive in deeper and join the stand movement, find me on Instagram at Lynette Shepard. That's two N's, two P's, and an A-R-D, or at LynetteShepard.com. If you like what you heard today, please consider sharing the show with a friend or leaving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. That works wonders in helping us to find the people that we can help. Thank you again. And remember, you were born to stand. See you next time.